All characters and events in this show, even those based on real people, are entirely fictional. All celebrity voices are impersonated. Poorly. The following program contains coarse language, and due to its content, it should not be consumed by anyone. Fine! I didn't want to dance with you either. It's a good thing my girlfriend in Toronto is already at 10. I was just looking for the bathroom. Jeez! Another long night. I hate this club. Every girl in here is so damn stuck up. But this time, I brought a secret weapon. And what would that be? Drugs, bitch. What are those? No idea, but I do know one thing. These little babies are getting me laid in VIP tonight. How do you figure? Well, if taking seven years of jujitsu, six years of karate, four years of tap, and three years of modern jazz hasn't gotten me laid, then these black beauties have to work. Wait, what? Once all the hotties in VIP see me on all these drugs... They won't be able to keep their hands off of my stick. I'm not sure that's true, but where did you even get those? I got them from Jack. Since when does Jack or anyone from Jacom talk to you? Oh, he came up to me at lunch to apologize about how things went down at the frat house. Come on, hook me up. No. Just a little? No. Please, just enough so I can impress that girl with the lazy eye in health class? Ooh, no. Gah. You're so mean. I'm going to scream. If I give you some, will you go away right now? You bet, buddy. Here, take these and go away forever. Oh, my God. Are these E? My mom made me watch a special about these on Dateline. Yeah, whatever. Now, Bruce Jr., do you, do you see my buddies at the end of the table? The ones who stomp you and threw you out of the frat? Uh, yeah. They stopped that night because I was nice. But if you ever, ever come back to the Shrek again, my boys, especially the big one with the apparatus on his face, will break you. Capiche? Thanks, Jack. I always knew we'd end up being best friends. Go now! <laughs> Mr. Wayne Jr., according to my Narcomedy 64, these are roofies. Well, my mom will be relieved. Is seven enough? Enough for what? Enough to get my ass laid in VIP because that's how many I just took. Mr. Wayne Jr., we need to get you back to the back cave and have your stomach pumped immediately. Don't be such a square. I can handle my shit. Master Bruce Jr., we need to leave right now. Now, 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 what thing with my voice? I think you're already starting to overdose. Now follow me to the depths of hell. You got it, giant psychedelic lizard monster. Here's the elevator that'll take you to the pussy powers. Bruce Jr., we've been expecting you. Whoa, I knew VIP would be awesome, but I never thought it would be this awesome. Damn, how much did you guys spend designing this place? Oh, about a hundred and seven billion <clears throat> souls. Here, let me show you around. Let's do it. And that pit over there is where we keep the lava mops. You have got to be kidding me. Bruce Jr., this is no joke. Every structure here is stacked to the brim with mops. This is your personal hell, remember? 
Yeah, you said that like 15 times. Okay, I'm dead. Big whoop. But why am I here? I couldn't have been a better person. A lot of people have come through hell and told me some really stupid shit. But I think that might take the cake. <laughs> Whatever. I bet you take the cake uh, up your ass. What was that? <laughs> Nothing. Just finish your stupid story. Have a seat. This film strip will explain everything. Oh no, a film strip? Those are so boring. Again, your personal hell? You may be asking yourself, why am I here? I couldn't have been a better person. Or any number of stupid and unforgivably false claims. So here are the top three reasons why you find yourself in hell. Remember all those times you tried to have your parents killed in a vainglorious attempt to match your uncle's reputation? Okay, Mumbly Joe. As the school's feeble-minded janitor, you clearly need money for booze or brain pills or whatever. So I'm going to do you the biggest favor of your life and pay you $50,000 to kill my parents. I keep telling you my name isn't Joe. I don't have a speech impediment and I'm not going to kill your parents for you. God damn it, why not? Well, first off, I'm not even the janitor. I'm the vice principal. Oh, uh, gotta go. Or that time you tried to sell your uncle's identity in exchange for an N64 on Christmas Eve. And all of this secret knowledge regarding Batman's true identity can be yours in exchange for an N64, one unfettered copy of GoldenEye, and three extra controllers. Well, my budding Benedict Arnold, I have your deceitful desire right here, but I can only acquire two complimentary controllers. No girl's gonna get with a 12-year-old who doesn't have all four controllers. No deal, Eggman. And who could forget the time you contributed greatly to a death in the family? I just got off the phone with your Uncle Bruce. He's really upset over Jason Todd's death. I know, it's been a real trap. Hey, what's up with this massive phone bill? Who called an 800 number 372 times? <laughs> now that you have bore witness to what a gigantic piece of shit you are, you'll understand why you must continue to suffer in hell for all of eternity. Wow, that was eye-opening. I've been very selfish. Now I understand why no one came to any of my birthday parties. <laughs> I wish I could go back just to apologize to everyone and tell them how much I care. <laughs> oh, man. You're so pathetic. Well, I guess I could send you back. I mean, I did it for Dick Cheney. <sighs> okay. I'm going to let you live, but don't tell anyone. You got it. Real quick. You know that feeling when you stick a fork in an electrical outlet? Uh, no. I eat with my hands. Ah! <laughs> We're losing him! Shock him again! Yeah! Cut it out, you dick! Oh, Master Bruce Jr., you're alive! We, we thought we lost you there, good buddy. Oh. My. God. That was crazy. I thought I was dead. I'll never take life or people for granted ever again. From here on out, you can count on me, being a happier and more caring Bruce Jr. In the meantime, who took this huge shit in my pants? Uh, yeah, dude. You shit your pants on a dare last night. <laughs> you seem to really enjoy it. Who let these uggos in the Batcave? You met them while you were spinning out on roofies and insisted that they join you in the Batcave. 
You said you were going to cure them of leprosy with your divining rod. Except you didn't cure anything. I still have mad herpes. Oh, Jesus, did I have sex with these people? You tried, but whatever you were on kept you from performing. So we had to improvise. <laughs> this internship is not worth the half a school credit I am currently receiving. <laughs> Yikes. Not another word. Lucas, go to the top drawer of my dresser and get our new friends their going away present. The only thing in the top drawer is the neural disruptor. And I haven't worked out all the bugs yet. Have you seen these people? They eat bugs. Let's wipe their minds and send them home to the dumpster where clearly I found them. You're the boss. I think I left my Hanes full-cut briefs in the freezer. Can someone grab those for me? Lucas, now! You were both in a fire and on heroin all night, and I, Batman Jr., rescued you. Now get on your bus, you two. You've got a very busy day at school. Uh, I don't think we go to school. She's 19, I graduated in 1997. Oh, well, I'm sure they'll point you in the right direction once you get there. Oh, okay. Don't tell anyone we ever met. Bruce Jr., you couldn't have handled that any better. You truly are the greatest of all the heroes. Oh, crap. The bus is driving erratically. The garbage eaters must be remembering all those ungodly acts we performed last night. I told Lucas we needed to erase their entire memory. Fear not, gutter folk. Batman Jr. is coming to save you. And erase the rest of those admissible memories. Bats. Batman Jr. No one can stop him, but the Jake come always try. Young Wayne cuts through each group of guys. He learned the way from his Uncle Bruce Wayne. Now he's taking his place as Batman. Batman Jr. Bat. Batman Jr. Look out, he's after you. He's got a job to do while he narks on his class. Batman Jr. chases crime. Batman Jr. chases crime. Round Gotham High. I think he acts very presidential. No yelling on the box! And whip and turn and shake and bounce and fussy. Oh, I know these steps backwards and forwards. I'm definitely going to make the varsity dance team this year. It's like, if you want more Instagram followers, why don't you post a bunch of selfies in a low-cut shirt? I know, right? It's like I told him, he didn't have to come to my great aunt's 96th birthday party. I mean, he came, but I could tell he didn't really want to be there and miss his fantasy football draft. Fucking jerk. <sighs> flashback, 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 flashback. Mother! Mother! I've just taken my pirouette to the next level! Johnny, that's great. Oh, really? Now please just finish your jello. Thanks, Mother! Oh, look how high I can do it! I know, right? I had a dream about it, and that's how I know he's lying. Mother! If watch. he thinks buying me a new Louis watch. Vuitton handbag is Mother, going watch. to make me forget watch. about Mother, his lies, he's dead watch. wrong. Mother. Oh, damn it, Jonathan Blake Cran! That is the last time you throw food in my face. We are going to Dr. Sebastian's office right now, and he's going to fix these behavior problems once and for all. No! Prozac for the fidgeting. 
Prolactin for puberty, Ritalin for concentration, Xanax for his anxiety, Accutane for his acne, Chlorpromazine for his imaginary friend, and Propecia for his early onset male pattern baldness. Thank you, doctor. Oh, I'm not a doctor. It's like, but does he love my hair as much? My hair is so beautiful, everyone should be as spellbound by it. <laughs> oh, Miss Preston, my custom compound will help everyone become spellbound by your luscious locks. Just a little sprinkle on the top should do it. Now dance, my dear, and spellbind the entire bus with your flowing hair and bountiful, bouncing breasts. Thank you for the heavy dose of encouragement, suggestive stranger. Now I can show everyone what Breasty's made of. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me, ma'am. Please sit down while the bus is in motion. Rules don't apply when you look this good. Here, let's dance. Oh my god! Children, help! We're headed right for that cliff! We're all gonna die! Anyone call for the trash man? I, I mean the guy who takes care of the garbage. God damn it, where are those two trash persons that I placed, I mean witnessed, get on this bus? Her? Hey, giant black rat boy! Ah, wait, if you two didn't cause the swerving, then who did? Oh, Jesus, she's spinning this steering wheel straight to the devil's butthole! Well, that was unexpected. Now to fix this situation with the greatest weapon in my tool belt, seduction. Oh, Bresti, uh, my handsome and available friend Bruce Jr. has told me everything about you. He wanted me to apologize to you for missing your nose party last Saturday. Did you receive any of the 37 apology texts that he sent? I can see the music! Oh, that's great. When you get done seeing the music, do you think you'll have time to text Bruce Jr. back? Ew, gross, no. Well, maybe if you just gave him a chance. If you saw what a 10 his girlfriend in Toronto is, you'd thank your lucky stars that he was even talking to you. Oh, I can see all of my lucky stars right over that ledge. Let's go to them. Ah, we're going over the cliff! Ah! Get off of me! Oh, God! I think I'm inside this horrible trash woman. Oh, the bus door's open, thank God. Uh, I, I'm just gonna investigate the bus from the outside. I'll be back. Phew, that was close. At least there were no living witnesses to discount my version of the story. You know, to be a true hero, sometimes you have to make the hard decisions, like ensuring my survival so that I can help more people in the future. the bus get back up here oh no satan has spared all of their lives to punish me i throw myself at the mercy of this great and all-powerful being hello there batman jr oh superb man thank god you saved that busload of trash people not a problem i was just flying back from the smallville cream corn carnival and noticed this bus plunging off that cliff saving them was the least i could do Oh wow, please tell me more, I'm so interested. Sure thing. 
Well, I was flying overhead, and I heard your high-pitched scream as the bus drove over the edge. I then decided to lend a helping hand to my fellow. Oh my god, shut up. I was about to save the bus, but you got in the way. Sorry, Bruce Jr. Didn't mean to steal your thunder. I should get going. Yes, I agree. You should be on your way. Oh, uh, one last thing. You're all free and safe now, citizens. Remember, even though you have to sit next to undesirables and the hygiene impaired, bus riding is still the most economical and efficient form of transportation. Wow, thank you for that patriotic tome. Now beat it. Nobody wants you around. Oh, thank you so much, superb man. You saved us. Here's a peek of my bare breath. Oh, no, ma'am. <laughs> Please, that's not necessary. Please put your shirt back on. Oh, really? This fucking guy? Look at his stupid outfit. Bright blue and bright red? How many closets deep is this guy? Besides, you'd all be dead if he wasn't alerted by my scream alarm. Oh, thank you, superb man. You're the real hero. Now I can finally live that rich and full life I always dreamed of and die naturally from complications arising from my type 2 diabetes. Oh, 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 thank you, thank you, thank you. I thought for a moment my time on this earthly plane was done, and I'd never be able to inflict my terrible vengeance on every student in Gotham Academy. I'm happy to help. Citizens, please keep in mind, I only lifted the bus back to the road. Batman Jr. is the real hero here. <coughs> Without his girlish scream, I might not have heard the bus falling. Let's all be sure to thank him. Fuck you forever. What was that, Batman Jr.? I know you can hear everything I say. Don't go choke on a- Okay, I must be getting back to Metro High. Good day, citizens. You weak bastard. Even after facing certain doom, you still can't bring yourself to finish the ultimate concoction. The compound needs to last longer and to be stronger. But how can I accomplish this? How? As the sun sets, who could be rapping at my window pane? <gasps> the straw man? But that's impossible. I haven't seen you since my eighth birthday party all those years ago. My mother told me that, that, that you were dead. So, everything your mother says is true? How can that be when I'm standing before you alive and well? <laughs> but, but why now? What would bring you back? I've come back from my seclusion to help you complete the ultimate concoction. <laughs> no, we can't. Adding E369 to the compound, creating M&MDMA could have extremely powerful and irreversible consequences. So you're saying we should do nothing while all of Gotham Academy continues to purposely ignore your once-in-a-generation dance moves? No, no, I'm not saying that. I just know that the only antidote to M&MDMA is a massive dose of the catalyst E369 itself within 24 hours. I mean, we could always... Always give them exactly what they deserve. <laughs> Did you make your bed? Uh, yeah. Yes, I, I make it every morning. Such a good boy. <laughs> so there we are on the side of the cliff. And Bressie is about to whip out her sweet cans to thank me for saving the whole bus. And Superb Man shows up and scares her off. Oh, well, that's a real shame. And now all I have of Bresties to add to the spank bank is this strand of hair that I found stuck to my suit. Well, let's test her strands of hair with my Foley Kaiser. It's a device that scans the DNA in her hair to tell if she's been up to anything suspicious. Wait, her hair has DNA on it? Of course it does. 
Oh, that's right. I remember the Foley Kaiser load detector showing up in the Cum Stained Strangler episode of Law and Order SVU. I'll connect it to the big TV monitor. Here, have a look. Oh, wow. And here I was thinking loads were just the cost of doing business. Oh, wow. This is unexpected. Looks like her hair is also covered in a pharmaceutically enhanced combination of Adderall and chlorpromazine. Fancy stuff for a 17-year-old. Oh, yeah. Her sexual prowess was clearly at a college level. I think the enhanced pharmaceuticals might explain why the young lady was acting so erratic. Not to mention it's only one minor ingredient away from M&M DMA, which is 100 times more intense, becomes permanent after 24 hours, and I can't stress this enough, makes you incredibly open to any kind of suggestion. A lot of pharmaceuticals are being brought in illegally from Canada these days. Canada, eh? I did meet that new foreign exchange student from Quebec, Edward Laurent, the other day. But alas, if there are any funny drugs going around Gotham Academy, I know just the guy to talk to. And as luck would have it, he owes me. Jack, I know you know who's dressed up as Holden Caulfield for Halloween. What are you doing here? Come on now. You of all people have to know the Bagman of Alcatraz. Were my threats not explicit enough? What about some Mexican brown? Oh, don't care. Hey, boys! Boys! Fine. If you don't know about the drugs, what about that new foreign exchange student, Eddard Laurent? Could he be the one dishing out Abe Lincoln's coleslaw? Who? Oh, I, I, don't, I don't even want to know what public service announcement you learned this drug slang from. Oh, it's the one with Nancy Reagan and McGriff the Crime Dog. Kate! Gator! Shush! You want to stop this guy out real quick? They go to a fourth grade class and talk about the horrors of marijuana. Oh, hey guys! Let's not stand on ceremony here, Mr. Wayne. Why don't you ask them if they know anything about Edouard Loren? Uh, yeah, great. I should really check on that turkey I have in the oven. So Jack said the new foreign exchange student, Edward Laurent, was somehow involved? Well, not in those words. Me and Jack have a secret language that only the two of us understand. You know, like all super popular best friends. Right. Was Jack with you when you got all those bruises on your face? No. Like I said, I was at a DDR competition three towns over with Jerry when he slipped and accidentally kicked me 37 times in the face. Anyways, what can you tell me about Eddard Laurent? According to our database on the Batbook Pro, Edouard is a junior, originally from Quebec, and he is the apprentice to the master of the custodial arts of the water treatment plant 71B. Wait, he's a janitor? As the apprentice janitor on the graveyard shift, he may have unique access to the school's water supply. You better check it out. Graveyard shift? That filthy foreigner's taking another job an American wants, nay, deserves. Oh, Mr. Laurent, I have some sour news for you. These colors don't run. You mean black? The only color you ever wear? <laughs> My suit is not black, Lucas. It's actually a blend of Café Noir and charcoal, with a dash of phallic green around my joints. Do you mean phallo green? No, I don't mean phthalo. When was the last time you watched HGTV? It's pronounced phallic. Well, if you say so. Good luck at the plant. Lucas, I don't need luck. I make my own... Where are my keys? Ah, screw it. You'll, you'll let me back in later, right? I was planning to study for my chemistry exam in the library. 
Well, crime doesn't study, so looks like your plans have changed. You can study here, uh, but don't don't wait up. I mean, do wait up. Otherwise, I won't be able to get in. All right, I'll just busy myself. Pro tip: If you're going to busy yourself here in the back cave, make sure that top lock is turned all the way to the right, so no one walks in on you. Trust me, Alfreda cannot keep a secret. Now, with a beaker full of chemical E369, I have the final ingredient for M&M DMA. I just don't know if it's right to unleash its power, even on this population of more or less desolate vessels. Oh, Johnny Crayon, look at what we have here. Good to see you, Roy. How's the dance team this year? I'm the captain, so we're obs awesome. Unlike you and your weird multicolored beakers, can you even plie, bro? I can plie. I can plie all over this place and turn and step and shake and bounce. Wow, and that's actually not bad for such a pipsqueak. Really? You actually should maybe come out for the dance team. Hello? Oh, I'm just here giving this little uh, pipsqueak some pointers on his allegro. No, I can talk. Hey, Roy? Roy, look. Roy, look. Oh, yeah, if she thinks giving me a Louis Vuitton handjob is going to make me forgive her, she's dead wrong. Look at me! I'm on the phone, dude! Do you mind? Me? I don't mind. I don't mind infecting this entire cesspool of vacuous mouth breathers with M&M DMA! Oh! Oh, my face! Oh, my beautiful face! Now watch my plie, bitch! You'll be so entranced, you'll never want to watch anything ever again! <laughs> wow. Wow. That's the best plie I've ever seen. You're amazing. Show me more. Forever. <laughs> Will Roy ever want to watch anything other than Johnny's dance moves? Will Johnny Crayon succeed in his attempt to drug all of Gotham Academy? Will Bristy respond to even one of Bruce Jr.'s 37 apology texts? All these questions and more will be answered on the next exciting episode of Batman Jr. Same Batman Jr. podcast, same streaming channel!